action. Hello, Michael. Hello, Chelsea and listeners. Welcome to This is the Pits, a podcast about Brad Pitt, where we watch all of his movies in order and talk about them. We watch all of his movies in order and talk about them. And this one is a real funny one. <laughs> I... Um, yeah, we literally haven't even a little bit talked about it. Like we haven't even like absolutely nothing like. Yeah, but it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. And um, and I it's called never... The Devil's Own, by the way. This movie is called The Devil's Own. It's called The Devil's Own. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome to This is the Pits. This week we're covering The Devil's Own. Yeah. Uh, a movie that every time I talked to people this week and they said, what are you covering this week? I would be like, um, shit, I forgot what it's called. Like, I, it came oh my God, same. into my brain and then it left my brain in, almost immediately. Um, yeah, I was like, that's so funny that you say that because the exact same thing happened to me yesterday. My dad was like, "What? Are, so what movie are you guys doing this week? And I was like, oh, it's um that one with Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt. He's yeah. like, I didn't even know they ever did anything together. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't remember. I almost don't remember again already. Yeah. I, I People keep saying it and I just keep forgetting it. I have to go back to the notes that I took on my uh, phone yep. when I took it. The other thing is normally I watch the movie within a day or two, but we've been so busy that uh, I watched this almost two weeks ago now. So, I mean, the story is pretty self-explanatory. I watched it a while ago too, but I have since then rewatched like clips and oh. I watched the trailer, by the way, oh, which great. is super weird. And I'm definitely posting that on Instagram. Great, great, um, great, great. And I like read reviews. Like I just spent the last like hour and a half just like reading about this movie to remind myself what the fuck it even is, because I kind of yeah, like it's just forgettable. I'm so glad that you did that because I've been uh, too busy to think. Oh, about yeah. This wait, podcast. side note. It's Chelsea's birthday today. Happy birthday, Chelsea. Greenland. Thank you, Michael. It's number three, two. Uh, I'm feeling very good about this year. I am good. I have a very positive vibes going, but not only is it my birthday, but my entire family is in town for Thanksgiving, which is in a couple days. So it's right. been full and I started my new job this week. So it's been just like full oh, fucking shit. on. And honestly, people are like, oh, my God, you're podcasting on your birthday. And I was like, I just need a break. Like, I can just talk <laughs> about this movie with Michael and it'll be great. <laughs> Um, yeah, and um, we also haven't podcasted in like two weeks, which is weird. I miss it when we don't podcast. I know. It makes me sad. Now I have to do this. If we, Imagine when we run out of Brad Pitt movies, how sad it's going to be. I think we're going to go to Robert De Niro. <laughs> De Niro, I think we should do time traveling movies. I kind of love that idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got a few in the bin. Listeners. Oh, this is a funny thing that we mentioned last episode. Um, is anybody listening? If so... Uh, email us <laughs> question one if anyone is listening <laughs> besides our parents and i doubt anyone's going to listen to this episode because it's the most forgettable movie of all time uh right but if you are listening email us because we've never received an email not a single one <laughs> this is the pits pod at gmail.com all yeah. one word no periods or spaces just please, I mean, I know that the email works because Google keeps saying, like, are you sure you wanted to make this email account? <laughs> are you even there? Does anybody care about you? Um, okay, let's not get sad here. We're not um, going to get sad. I. But point is, doesn't matter if anybody's listening because it's a real joy to do this still to this day, even with no fans. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, once this is archived, no, it's timeless because Brad Pitt is forever. And 
Oh, that would be a great podcast title. We should just change the name. Brad Pitt is forever. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Touche, touche. I mean, maybe we can make a T-shirt that says Brad Pitt no. is forever on the front, and this is the pits on the back. Well, here's the thing. My reason for saying Brad Pitt is forever is because he is a timeless uh, corner corner uh, piece to to American pop culture and to TV and movie culture and stuff like that. So yeah. which, in that sense, he is timeless, and absolutely. which is why this it doesn't matter if anyone's mm-hmm. listening when this comes out right now, because in 10 or 15 years, if someone decides to go on this bizarre journey, yeah. then this shit will all be here. So I think you're right. And I think that's a really great segue into the year that this movie, The Devil's Own, came out. Oh, yeah. I actually looked at the year, too. So I looked at the year, which I always do when we have a new year, and it's 1997. And I, uh, 1997 is when the core of Chelsea Greenwood, outside of like what her parents had made her, uh, really came to be. The year 1997 um, was when I started developing my own opinions (laughs) about things. Oh, Jesus. And (laughs) it's when my... Two of my favorite albums of all time came out in 1997. That is Bjork's Homogenic and Radiohead's OK Computer. Like definitive albums in my life. I was 11 years old. Um, what are your, some of your, I just, I want to know what 11-year-old Chelsea's opinions were. OK, so Titanic. <laughs> your opinion was just Titanic? My opinion was, oh my God, I know what sexuality is all of a sudden because Leonardo DiCaprio is having sex with Kate Winslet in the back of a car. What is this tingling oh, right. feeling that I'm feeling? Um, okay. And what were my opinions? I don't know. I thought that, um, yeah, that Leonardo DiCaprio was pretty much my absolute everything. Okay. Um, All right. Well, this is a Brad Pitt podcast, so let's not, be, <laughs> you know, don't betray him. <laughs> I would never betray Brad. I mean, listen, Brad's <laughs> still going. Brad still looks good. Leo turned into a, a little bit of a bloated goat. <laughs> He's not aged he did, so he has well. He a big face. He's got like a large face his, now. He's become a big face. He's become a big head, small face, which is happens to men. Mm. I think particularly ones who drink a lot. Right. And he's like, he looks so damn good drinking. He looks great drinking. I mean. But he didn't so. take care of him. Brad Pitt has taken care of himself. He's a vegan. He's like, he probably does yoga. Oh, for sure. I bet he doesn't smell very good, actually. I was thinking about this the other day. No, yeah, yeah, he does. Actually, no. I feel like Brad Pitt inexplicably does smell good. You know, like, he only showers twice a week, but for some reason, he still smells good. He doesn't wear deodorant, for sure. Definitely. But he well, has... that's my point. I think that his pheromones smell really good and that I will want to have sex with him because our, yeah. our chemicals would probably work really well, obviously. However, yes. what I mean when I say he doesn't smell good is he definitely doesn't wear deodorant. He definitely eats like a lot of like, you know, vegany turmerics and things that come out through the pores. He eats turmeric, and I, he probably yeah. like puts like drinks patchouli as like tea, which is like a weird thing to do. But oh, he's I, just, I sense yeah. he loves patchouli and lavender. Yeah, I have a sense that his scent ain't so great. Um, anyway, um, anyway, some stuff that happened in 1997, in specifically March 1997, which mm-hmm. is when this movie came out. Great, great, great. Um, Heaven's Gate cult, the mass murder that Ooh. they, the mass suicide, that fun, happened fun, fun. the day before this movie was released. Oh my God! No shit! Amazing. Yep. So, Th- which for those who don't know, 39 people uh, committed mass suicide uh, on March 27th, 1997. 
And then um, good old Devil's Own was released in March 28, 1997. So, so the other thing, Biggie Smalls died March 9th, 1997. Yeah, wow, great. Shot killed. Princess Die died too that year. That was the big Princess oh, yeah? Die year. Yeah. What year? Or what day? What when? Oh, like, I don't when know exactly year. when. I can. I, think, I feel like it was September or something like that. I re- that's one of my f- earliest memories because I remember uh, it was one of the first times I had seen my mom cry when Princess Die died. Your mom cried when Princess Diana. Yeah, died? she really felt. Well, Princess Di did we were, a lot of people. Yeah, she was. We were too young, but I think she was a real big deal. I um, mean, I know everyone loved her and that she was like fearless, but like, she was the people's princess. You know what? Here's what I'll say. I would probably cry if Obama or Michelle was oh, killed. Are you joking? I would never recover from that. <laughs> I would. Yeah. So it. exactly. So. I I guess I, I it sounds weird saying oh you cried when Princess Diana died how weird for you to cry over like exactly that. right but like I would fully cry yeah Obamas Obamas are American royalty really a hundred percent one other last thing about 1997 which I think is amazing is that it uh, South Park premiered that year oh interesting and the whole oh my God they killed Kenny thing was like it was huge like. South Park changed the fucking game, and it's still on, and more power to them. I have all the respect in the world for that show, and I just, I'm raising my glass in your honor, South Park. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, also, also March 1987, um, Fargo and the English Patient, like, cleaned up the Academy Awards and the, and the um, Spirit Awards. Yeah, so. great, great, great. That happened. Anyway, should we talk about the movie now? Yeah, let's talk about the movie. Let's fucking talk about this movie, Michael. Please. What did you think? I mean, I enjoyed it because... Did you? Yeah, I did. I enjoyed it because it's it's just... It's got that, like, 90s action, uh-huh. You know, and like a bunch of it. And it's just like senseless. Gu- like the beginning of the movie is just like literally senseless gun violence. Uh-huh. Like it's just what the fuck is this? Why are they fighting so hard? And like there's so much guns and like that they had tanks and like the entire military shows up. It's like so <laughs> extra. It's and just explosions insane. and grenades and it's crazy. It's complete chaos. And I and that. D- it's so unrealistic, but totally acceptable in the 90s, which I was on board immediately when that happened. Okay. So. How about you? Um, so I was really looking forward to this movie. And this is the first movie that I've watched with another person that I was able to convince because everybody loves Harrison Ford. And right. so I was really looking forward to actually uh, engaging in a movie that. I think was going to be really good. That being said, halfway through my notes, I wrote, hey, so this is a bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. No, like, because at the beginning, it could be a good movie. And then, like, halfway through, you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Let me do a quick synopsis. It's pretty easy to synopsize. Okay. Synopsize. Summarize. We went over this last time, too. Okay, Brad Pitt is in the IRA. He is eluding the police in Ireland for years and years and years. The, the movie opens up with him sitting at a table with his family, 
fucking Southern Irish Irish people come in, kill his father. He's never recovered. He becomes this like big bad shot IRA terrorist. Mm-hmm. Then we get into this big fight, like you talked about, with fucking helicopters and guns and friends dying and whatever. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he's being shipped across the world to the United States of America, where a friend on American soil has lined him up to live with a American cop. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Um, quick note about that. Yeah, he. I didn't understand why he had gone to America. It wasn't super clear to me. Um, well, this is my but, biggest flaw of the whole movie. Do you know why he went clear came ever. to America? What he came to America for was missiles. By weapons. Yeah, he went to buy missiles. Not just guns. Missiles. Missiles. Apparently, I missed it, but apparently there's a little moment where he looks up in the sky at the helicopters and he tells his friend, we're going to need missiles to get take those down. Yes. And I'm like, what? wait, what? So okay. you go all the way... So, you know, it's just, it's it's like not enough. It's not enough to go to America. It is actually, you're starting the movie in a sinkhole of a plot hole. <laughs> you have sunk down from yeah. the very get-go in terms of storyline, right? So yes. then we meet Harrison Ford, who is, a, I think they called him a hair bag cop, which in one of the reviews I read, which means he's wearing, he's worn the uniform so long that his hair is growing out of it now. They're called hair bags, apparently. Oh. Um, so he was written as a hair bag cop. Who has a family that he loves, one of the kids being Julia Stiles. Shout out to Julia Stiles. And Brad Pitt, and we'll talk about his accent in five seconds, and Harrison (laughs) Ford end up having this kind of relationship, uh, even though Brad Pitt's a terrorist and Harrison Ford is a cop. Uh, the cop has having this ethical dilemma because one of he's like a real tried and true cop. One of his friends has killed one of his coworkers has unnecessarily killed someone who was robbing a liquor store or something, whatever. Basically. Oh yeah. That storyline completely fell off. It's the, I mean, the entire story is a mess, but, um, well go finish. I mean, finish summarizing and then we'll go over yeah. the 7,000 problems, little <laughs> notes that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Just great. comment. Great, 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 great. So basically long story short, Brad Pitt, uh, is discovered by his Irish counterparts. They come to the house and they come to the house that he's staying at, which is Harrison Ford's house. The IRA members, or the I guess they're probably South Irish, take his family hostage for a second. Harrison Ford figures out that that uh, Brad Pitt is a criminal and that he's there to get weapons. Also, the whole time Brad Pitt's like refurbishing a boat so that he can sail the missiles home <laughs> to Ireland. Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> so then Harrison Ford tracks him down to the sailboat where they have a shootout. Uh, and they each shoot each other, but Harrison Ford shoots Brad Pitt fatally. They hug, and the last scene is Harrison Ford bringing the boat back to shore. And I honestly, truly, genuinely think this might have been the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> really? Worse than Cool World? Worse than Cool World. I enjoyed Cool World. I could laugh at Cool World. This one, I was like, what is happening? Like, I guess this movie did come out in 1997, which is the year of the Belfast talks. And so, like, the whole uh, North-South Ireland thing was getting wrapped up. But like, Yeah, but that they, doesn't make this movie better. No, but what I mean, well, that's my point. My point is that, like, they didn't explain at all what the conflict was and what... There was just no context for it. I think the idea that... um. 
this guy has come to another country to get missiles and then sail it back in some sort of poetic thing that didn't work out. And it's made even worse by the fact that it was, they made this movie, I think, they made this movie, they made a movie starring Brad Pitt and Harrison Ford before they had a script. You know, they were like, we've got they two did. big That's names. That's ex- literally exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, this movie kind of was famously a mess yeah. um, during production because there was, the script wasn't done. Like Brad Pitt was attached to the project like as early as 1995 and he was into it and there was no director. It was just the producer whose name I forget and Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt um, recruited Harrison Ford. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. And um, well, not not proper recruited. He just suggested that like he's like, well, why don't we just ask like see if Harrison Ford would be interested? And they were like, he'll never do it. And then he was like, yeah, I'm interested. And then they're like, oh, shit, we have Harrison Ford. We have to write him a bigger part. And that's kind of where the script changes started. Um, And then Harrison Ford uh, got Pakula on the director Mm -hmm. um, who also directed Sophie's Choice. And this was his last film. I know. So. Big deal. I'm like, it's it's kind of a um, Heaven's Gate the movie situation, not Heaven's Gate the cult that killed themselves the day before it was released. Heaven's Gate the movie, which was oh, um, that's funny. <laughs> what random yeah. thing? It, there was like a weird random connection because the Heaven's Gate the movie was a similar situation where it was a, a huge budget, huge stars, huge directors, high profile, everything, I and mean, then it's a total piece of shit movie. This is a similar situation. Huge stars, two of the biggest stars like of mm-hmm. the time. Harrison Ford, twenty million dollar. Um, Sign on Brad Pitt, twelve million dollars sign on, like huge stars, huge director, um, like Academy Award winning director. Yeah. Anyway, then the script starts changing a bunch and it's like kind of falls apart, which I think is, to your point, why it's like like so confusing from the get-go. Like they don't even mention the fact that it's like a religious conflict. No. They don't mention the fact that Ireland has been like in shambles for like the last like 200 years or longer yeah and like it's just so it's like i don't know like i I think you could have got away with i think in a way they sort of did get away with not really getting too into all of those politics um totally because it's i think i think the idea was the movie was supposed to be less actiony and more drama about just the relationship between um harrison ford and brad pitt's characters yeah you know and it sort of became a movie about two good guys like who was the bad guy who was supposed to win well and i lo- i always love those storylines where you love i mean brad pitt yeah yeah i mean where you have to think about the relationships and who's the protagonist and who's the bad guy like i'm into that but it didn't it just didn't make any sense okay Story-wise. Okay. But then also, (laughs) but then also, on top of that, Brad Pitt has now put on an accent for the first time. Oh, we have not even talked about his fucking accent. So he says a total of three sentences, like, total. Like, they give him one line. Everything he says is three to four words, like one sentence. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You don't want to overload him. And then a bunch of, I, I. I. I, yeah. Uh, quick warning. I wrote down on my notes. Warning. This episode is going to have a lot of me doing a bad Irish accent. I, 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 I think I was again, I was with a friend and we were counting and I was like, OK, twice in the movie. Did he have more than one sentence because his accent was so terrible? 
However, in all the reviews I read, people fucking love his accent. Atrocious. It was atrocious. It was a nightmare. But no way. But in terms of this podcast, it was great because we've not seen him try to do an accent before, and he's really still developing who he is as an actor. He stepped outside the box. Um. Yeah. Okay. Now, in retrospect, we look back at that and say he's developing himself as an actor. He's giving it a shot. However. Yes, but however, in 1997, he got paid $12 million for this. He was not developing himself. He was an actor. He was the star of the world. Get it together. Spend <laughs> half a million dollars and get the best coach. accent coach in the fucking world to yeah. come help you out. So he was, he was hanging around Belfast, and he got beat up in Belfast. And I, I know. I heard that, too, and I couldn't find any details on that. What, did you figure out like, what no, happened? No, I, I wanted to look at Ugh. it, but I couldn't find it. But yeah, apparently he was just... At, the, what I found is that, yeah, he was just attacked while he was hanging out in Belfast, which is interesting. But here's the thing. He didn't... I think... Okay, so he wanted to leave the movie. Oh, yeah. He oh, yeah. wanted he to leave... Because the script was changing too much. Right, and then the producer says, that's going to cost you $63 million if you want to leave. So I think he was probably... If I'm going to read into it, I think he was probably... Uh, nervous because he knew he sucked i mean he's a self-aware person and i think he was like i don't want to do this i'm going to blame it on the script but really i'm not confident i'd like to think that he's not confident in his thing but he brad pitt himself all over the media when this movie came out was like it sucks i'm i don't want to be associated with it i'm which is probably why it's been lost to the sands of time and why i couldn't remember it but he said this film is a disaster. It was the most irresponsible filmmaking, if you can call it that, that I've ever seen. I couldn't believe it. Jesus. Jesus. I mean, that ain't good. Brad Pitt, our boy Brad, normally so positive, so light-filled, he pandered this movie before it even came out. Well, I was just going to say, and Harrison Ford also was not super thrilled with the movie. He didn't like it either because they both had different ideas on where the movie should go. Yeah. Story-wise. The producers had different ideas, too, and they met somewhere in the middle, and it just ended up being the most clusterfuck confusing movie. Yeah. And, But, I mean, I said at the beginning, and I, I, I'm not trying to, like, go back on what I said before where I like, actually kind of liked this movie. Yeah. Because the thing is, I did kind of like this movie because the action was just fun. It was just, like, like right. balls to the wall, silly, stupid 90s action, which is such a specific thing mm-hmm. that is... So enjoyable for me because that's like what I watched in my formidable years. You know what I mean? As a young lad. Absolutely. And I think it's one of those things like which we find a lot in this podcast, which is even if a movie's bad, that doesn't mean you have to not like it. I didn't like it. I'll never watch this again. Yeah, definitely. And that's. But oh, I'll never watch it again. I didn't like it that much. And no one's going to watch it ever again. And no one's going to listen to this. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that yeah. being said, what I did enjoy was I thought he looked great with that beard in the beginning. A little yep. grimy or Brad. I said, wow, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yep. then he shaved it off. And I said, well, fuck me, you know? Eh. I missed yeah, him. Well, but no, actually, eh, well, don't fuck me now. I mean, um, honestly, here's the question we have not broached, but I don't think anyone's going to listen to this episode. You'd fuck Brad Pitt. Stop saying that. It's going to be fine. Would you fuck Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt? Right now, like in, today, like in real life, it, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, right. If Brad Pitt came up to you at a bar and said, "I've listened to your podcast. I think that you're a brilliant comedic genius," and I, and like you guys had an instant connection, the pheromones were good. He it turns out he doesn't smell bad, and you get home, you're telling me you wouldn't fuck him. 
Hundred percent not. I mean, first of all, I have a boyfriend, so no way. I'm sure he'd um, give you a pass. Let's be honest. You don't he think might, he'd, but he'd give you I a wouldn't, pass. I wouldn't do it without knowing that he would give me a pass first. Like I wouldn't want to like go back and be like, okay, assuming he gives you a pass. Assuming he gives me a pass. If it's actual Brad Pitt. Yes, yes. not one of the Instagram accounts. Actual Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. If Brad Pitt wasn't famous and a guy who just looked like him, yeah, very good call. To me and have sex, I would say no, no, no. But if it was real life fucking Brad Pitt and he came up to me and my boyfriend was like, "You need to do this," I would be like, "Uh huh." I right, see what I'll you're do saying. it because it's Brad Pitt and I'm I like wanna that would be cool. Like that's like a fun like a cool story. Like totally. I just had sex with Brad Pitt, but I don't actually find him that attractive now. Like I think he's attractive in like a daddy way, but not in like a. Like, oh, wow, I want to actually have sex Well, with you, you have a very specific type of man. I do not have a type. You, more than anyone I know, have a type. <laughs> you, I hate that you said that. It's so not true. That's so not true. <laughs> but I'll just say Brad Pitt's not your type. <laughs> Brad Pitt, it's, I have a not type and it's Brad Pitt. That's what I'll say. Well, everybody's type is Brad Pitt, honestly. Male, in a way, female. I mean, in a, in a gay, way, straight. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I agree with you there. Would you? Are you joking? 1,000%. If you have a type, it is Brad Pitt. If I have it, no. My type is like, this is so fucked, but my type is like my dad or my brother, like tall, chillers. But it's like, it's that that thing about daughters, though. Like a tall, chill, creative person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I've never actually dated one of those, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i date creative people i should probably not i want to try not dating a person i want to try dating someone who's not a creative i've never done that before i've only ever dated like super artsy people and i want to do someone who's like in finance <laughs> just to see yeah well i've i mean i never dated someone who was creative until i started dating the boyfriend that i'm dating now and the do boy. you feel like he's amused to you? No, it's not. He hasn't amused me, but I just feel amused well, I, to you. Oh, he amused. is amusing though too. I mean, he's amusing as a person, but I, I mean, he's not amused to me. I just think, I just, I guess he is in a way that he supports me creatively in a way that other people who aren't creative couldn't. Exactly right. Um, anyway, anyway, now we're just talking about my boyfriend. Let's sorry. not do that. And let's sorry, sorry, uh, talk sorry. about this movie. I can cut um, that whole thing out if you want. I don't know. Um, I'll see how it plays. Anyway. Okay, couple Brad things. Pitt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Couple things. Oh, shh, sh- um, Someone's calling me. Stop. God, everybody wants to call me because it's my birthday. Oh, it's your birthday. I'm we old, get it. I'm an old hag at the Christie. <laughs> I'm so sick of celebrating my birthday. It's been a three-day celebration. Ugh. Wow, it must be so I have rough. So for many you. loving friends and family. It's just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, um, I think th- this whole accent thing mm-hmm. could have been solved by just like quick, like Brad Pitt learning an American accent montage, and then uh, just an Irish like, accent montage. No, American. He comes from Ireland, having only said five sentences in the movie so far comes from Ireland to America, and they say, hey, you got to blend in. Learn an American accent. And then there's a quick montage of him learning an American accent, and then he can speak an American accent, and then we don't have this problem anymore. Oh, to, like, have him blend in. That's so smart. 
Yeah, and just get rid of this. Like, here's a learn America. Here's learn yeah. American accent montage. Make it go away. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that that's not my joke. That was my boyfriend's joke, and I'm bringing because we were just talking about him. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that was not his. That was his joke. That's great. Um, I'm so glad that you said that. Yeah, well, he <laughs> every single time, every single time I use something that he says on here, he says, "Oh, I see that you use my joke again." Oh, so he listens. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, what a sweet boy. Hey. Anyway. We're not st- like I shouldn't have brought it up. Again. Maybe we um, should change the name of our podcast to <laughs> let's talk about Michael's boyfriend. Um, the Wee from The Wire the is in this movie. Yeah. And you know who else is in this ha- movie? Rob McElroy. Rob... Oh, yeah. Rob McKinney. McKelney. Whatever. Rob McKelney. Mac, from... Mac from It's Always Sunny. Well, Unexpected. Not... I didn't. Did you see him? He's his. I thought his part got cut. No, I saw him. He's a little chicken. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I maybe I created a memory there. Well, I saw online that he was in this movie, and I saw a picture of what he looked like in this movie, but um, I didn't actually see his face and body in the movie. Or at least I don't remember. Yeah, that's cool, though, that he was acting at such a young age. Yeah, I guess I actually read an interview with him where he said, like, I, I was in that movie, but then my entire part got cut. And I had, at that point, though, I didn't know that it had got cut. And I told all my friends and family that I was going to be in it. And then, like, I went to the theaters and I wasn't in it. Oh, no. Pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, a few notes that I wrote. I said, if I hear the word I one more time, I'm going to turn off the television. It's like he learned how to say I in the proper accent and then just, like, didn't say, could, didn't know the word what yes was. Couldn't ever say yes. No, he gave up on yes. He said I. Um, I, I also wrote down, coming right off the heels of Sleepers, that I thought it was interesting that the cop storyline in this, like Harrison Ford's whole, like, do I rat on my partner or not, um, was similar to the priest storyline in Sleepers, which was this, like, do I yeah. do something bad for people that I love or do I do some or do I, like, forsake the ones that I love in honor of the greater good? Yeah, it's, I, I've it's seen like, that a few it's times. It's weird how we like. Yeah, it's, was there a narr? I don't think there was a narration in this movie. Was there? There wasn't a narration in this movie, and if there was, it would have been a hellish night, nightmare hellscape. <laughs> I'm I for sure, hundred percent. They talked about should we put a narration in this movie? Yeah. That would help tie it together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that. Um, yeah, I know. I already said this, um, but I think if they had just put a little bit more thought into the movie it, itself, like if they had. They got too trigger happy, you know? They were just like, we have two big stars, let's do it. And it could have been great. Right. It should have been right. great. It should have been a great movie. Definitely. Yeah. It should have, it could have been great. Like, it could have been this cool, I don't know, like, I think it, they didn't even really touch on how it, it's, like, interesting uh, how, I don't know, like, the, the relationship between Harrison Ford and the fact that he, I mean, dad's, like dads in America love their family's history and like mm-hmm. he's obviously Irish and they didn't yeah. really like emphasize the fact that he's Irish and Brad Pitt is coming from the motherland or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and they could have like made him a little more like in awe of that and like a little more pampering to him and like I don't know just sort of like build that relationship in a different way than they did and it's I, sort of but see I, it's interesting that you say that because i think that that was the intention i think that that's what they were trying to do and they just yeah, missed no. the mark i i, I didn't I, agree. I i got them getting along 
like I understood that we were supposed to think that they've developed a relationship and that the whole crux of the movie is that like ultimately the cop has to take care of uh, justice as opposed to friendship, right? But I, Mm -hmm. okay, so this is a good time to bring up other things that I read, which was they've denied it, but that the big gossip on set was that they didn't get along at all and there was a kind of a cockfight about who's the bigger star. Brad Pitt was 33, Harrison Ford was 51, I think. And there was all these rumors swirling around that they didn't get along on set. And that being said, maybe maybe their, uh, what was going on on set affected the way we saw them on screen. Just Yeah, I, I think yes, but also it sort of seemed like they, I mean, I, I, I read some of that too, but I also read that that wasn't completely true. Like there was disagreements on set, but the disagreement was mostly chalked up to them having different opinions on what direction the movie should go story-wise right. since the script was incomplete amateur right. hour. Um, and so like, since the script was incomplete and they were like trying to like to figure out like, what is my character's role in relation to the other guy. And I, it boils down to them having both being good guys mm-hmm. who are coming from a reasonable place, but have differing moral opinions. Totally. Totally. Um, totally. And That's exactly right. And so in a way it sort of works how in real life they had different opinions, but, and also in the movie they had different opinions, but they're both good actors and good, you know, smart and like good storytellers. So like that sort it, it's a bummer because it, it's like having different opinions outside of the movie makes it hard to have different opinions in the movie, you know? Right, which is why they should have had a complete finished and furnished script and a complete budget yeah. and then hired two actors instead of having two actors. I mean, what was the budget for this? Kind of run the did show. you do the monies? I is did it, do the money. Is it and too I, early I to do the forgot. monies? God. It's a little, I mean, there's still more to say, but I can tell you what the budget was. Yeah. Um, actually, maybe I can't. I think it was oh, almost, I think it was like 81 million or something like, or 100 million near, nearly. Yeah, no, no, 90 million. That is insane for this movie. If you think 90, no, it's not. When you think about it, 90 million minus uh, 20 million those for two guys, 20 so, mi- so, so 32, 32 million. Minutes. Yeah. 60 million for all of the action that they had, which was yeah. also, by the way, filmed in Belfast. Uh-huh. Um, and all of the like ch- like chase scenes in New York, which I mean, I know that was cheaper than, but you still had to like coordinate all that bullshit, and that no, took no. forever to shoot. Yeah. Um. And uh, what's his name? The director had a probably had a pretty fat salary too. I think you're um, right. So I mean, it's a very high budget, but like if you think of it as a as you a fifty, if you think of it as a fifty eight million dollar movie like minus the two stars, then it makes a little bit more totally. sense. Totally. Yeah, totally right. Um, why is Irish movie Irish music the happiest shit in the entire world? Ah, oh, jigs. It's not even called music. It's it has just, its own thing. It's a jig. It's and it's, you know, it's the funnest, happiest moment. Have you ever been um, to Ireland? No, I've barely left the country. Oh, I love I've Ireland. barely left California. Oh, my sweet boy. How are you doing? You can't breathe. Oh, yeah, it's really bad in San Francisco right now. Although, I left San Francisco and I went to go visit my parents who live in Watsonville, which is just a little bit south of Santa Cruz. Delight. Which, if you don't know where Santa Cruz is, it's just a little bit south of San Francisco. So, 
I'm about 50 or 60 miles away from San Francisco. Um, and it's still smoky down here. Like we are. Are you serious? Like, yeah, we're like oh 150 miles away from the fire, and it's still smoky. God, that's terrifying. I'm in New York. It's like snowing, <laughs> and I keep I looking back in North and South California. It's just like fucking fucked. I'm so. Well, sad if you look you. at a map, it's kind of crazy because the between these two fires, if you look at a map of California and like air quality, mm-hmm. um, like. Almost none of California has clean air right now, including parts of Oregon. Like, the smoke has covered the entire state. Ugh, it's so sad. Yeah, it's really sad. And also, San Francisco, like, broke a record for the worst air quality it's ever had. I keep seeing all these pictures of the Golden Gate Bridge from, like, the day before the fire and the day after. And how, like, with, from, like, 30 feet away, you, can, you can't see it. It's really oh, crazy. Yeah. It's bizarre. And, like, speaking of Harrison Ford, it looks like Blade Runner. That's what I keep saying. It looks like Blade Runner. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, here, the air is crispity, crunchy, crunchity, and it's, like, Thanksgiving week and gorgeous and... Yeah, well, you have blizzards and hurricanes, so... Well, give them to me. I'd rather that than earthquakes, honestly. Earthquakes scare the shit out of me. Yeah, earthquakes are terrifying. Although, as I've never experienced a really bad one, but mm. they're still scary. Because they, they could happen whenever. Uh, any whom. Um, any whom. Uh, this is Brad Pitt has a uh, a lisp too, which also made his accent suck. Also, remember when Harrison Ford um was uh, like would play a character that's not Han Solo or Indiana Jones? That was cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. He also, I always loved him in the in a, in the romantic movie. You know. Yeah. I I you know what I really loved him in. Um. <laughs> so stupid of me, but I really loved Air Force One. That is not stupid of you, Michael, and don't you ever say. I loved that movie. An epic film. It's so good. It's like yeah. he ugh, he would have made a great president. If only he could have been the president. I mean, here's the thing about Harrison Ford. He is timeless. Oh, he's timeless. I would have sex with him right now, and he's like in almost oh, 80. He's like 80. Exactly. He honestly... Just to have. I love him. how you said exactly like that's a plus. Like he's almost eighty. Exactly. <laughs> I'm only into the eighties. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean that there's no one else in the world that I would consider fucking after the age of seventy, sixty, fifty. But he is tried and true. He's ageless as far as I'm concerned. That's not true. Obama is over fifty, and you would definitely consider well, having sex with him. Barack Obama is. How do I put this? <laughs> Go on. Har- Harrison Ford is an actor. He plays Han Solo. He has occupied my brain, you know, as a child. But he's an actor, and I don't feel like I might have really great conversation with him. Barack Obama right. would light me up in the bedroom. He would light mm-hmm. me up in the classroom. He would support me in everything I did. He would I be did. so thoughtful. He would be the most thoughtful. Oh, we'd talk through the night. We would just, he would engage me on levels I didn't know I could be engaged, is what I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's nobody better than Barack Obama, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> he, would, he would engage parts of my body that I did not know could be engaged. Exactly. Exactly right. And all the whole while, he'd still love Michelle, and she'd be okay with it, and then we'd all be a family, and I could be a sister wife. (laughs) I could be mother to Malia and Sasha. I don't even want to be mother. I want to be, I want to be just. Just Ken. Ken. I want to be like 
hang, I want to be hang out with them and have them be like happy to see me, you know, like, oh my God, Michael's here. And I'm like, what's up everybody? Like, Hey, all of the Obamas, even um, Michelle, I want, I want to be friends with Michelle. Anyway, why are we doing this? Because um, we've done this three episodes in a row. We've talked about Obama. <laughs> well, he's, I'm thinking this is going to be an Obama podcast now. <laughs> um, they did start a production company though. God Maybe they'll work it. with Plan well, B. No, <laughs> oh fuck me! I have to do this. <laughs> this is why I'm in the entertainment industry so I can work for Barack Obama. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to the um, movie. I have a few okay. notes, or you can go, you probably have more interesting things to say than I do because I'm my well, notes are so stream of consciousness that they same. make sense in the moment that they don't really make sense now two weeks later. Okay. Well, give me one. Um. I said, why do I care about the cop in crisis? What does this have to do with the IRA? Agreed. I said, worst script ever, exclamation point. There's a line that's in the movie. He says, this is not an American story. It's an Irish one. Like right when they're on the boat fighting. I wrote that down too. It's like, fuck your stupid script dicks off. Well, they said that twice. They said it earlier. And as soon as they said it earlier in the movie, I was like, they're going to say that again. Yeah. And this probably that line is probably on the poster somewhere. But so if you're going to say that line twice in a movie, give me more Irish because it's not an Irish um, yeah. story. Like he could have been from yes. any country at all. Like he could have just Did been not matter. some terrorist from somewhere getting guns. And he they really wanted it to be an Irish thing. And it was not an Irish thing. And honestly, if it was, it probably would have been better. Yeah, I would have loved more Irish shit. But it was it was. I think they just meant like this movie's gonna have a sad ending, which Lottie freaking da. Do I care? No, I don't care. Well, was the ending sad? No. He was like a vigilante was... on the run. <laughs> the ending was happy because it was finally fucking over. <laughs> yeah, but, but so you were engaged the whole time. You didn't like check out get or get bored. No, I checked out. I had to keep pausing it. Yeah. But, I like um, started playing games on my phone. Then I was like, oh no, I'm doing this for work. Same. I kept being like, like getting distracted and having like sidebar conversations and being like, yeah. wait a minute. I think I it, have to watch this. I think it was just a bummer because I we've I we haven't seen one that I've been really in honestly since Legends that I've been Legends really was really the last one and seven I like seven too but like well no seven I was I was not hundred percent in I know well this is what's funny too when I talk to people about this is that that we're, why we're doing this uh, I asked a friend who's gonna actually guest star on one of our episodes soon he was like Brad Pitt I was like which episode do you want to do and he was like Brad Pitt doesn't have any good movies. That's not true. And I was like, obviously that's not true, but he's Stop right there, yeah. Well, Michael, clearly. I mean... I know you know, but, like, you need to nip that shit in the bud. Well, you better believe goddamn Levi did. Anyway, he's going to do Troy, and that'll be interesting. And I'll tell you... Well, because, I mean, it's interesting that he's like, oh, Brad Pitt doesn't have any good movies, and then he picks Troy, which is the Titanic of Brad Pitt movies. He wants to do... Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, Getting back to the accent thing... Does he ever do any besides snatch? I think he's only ever attempted an accent twice. No, because I this movie said like I was looking. It said nominated for one award, and I was like, <gasps> "What was this movie nominated for?" Clicked on it, and it's for the award ceremony called the Stinkies or the Stinkers or something like that, which is like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. the Razzies. It's like yeah, for yeah, bad yeah, movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, Brad Pitt. It, it was in first of all, IMDb was incorrect because Brad Pitt was nominated for one. For his accent in Seven Years in Tibet. Oh, that's next week. That's next week. Oh, I can't it's wait. Released the same year, but for some reason, it's it was attached to the Devil's Own IMDb page, 
But oh. apparently he does an accent in seven years in Tibet oh. too, and it sucks. That's one of those things too that I don't have any. We're in a weird Brad Pitt. We're still in this weird period. It's so funny. It's really cool that we get to see his career the way that we're doing because we can sort of frame it for ourselves. But it's like we saw him up and coming. I think we're yeah. and then when he gets to sleepers where he he's famous, so he feels a lot more pressure. So he's like taking all of these roles and we're in this no man's land of movies right now where it's like who knows what he's gonna do where he's gonna go yeah exactly it does feel like we're in a no man's land of movies like what is happening well this one in particular i've never heard of this movie i've heard of all the other movies yeah like at least once in my life this one literally fell to the wayside and then every time i think about it i forget what the name of this movie is called that's how bad it was i so do i it's weird it's like i'm like what is this what am I doing here? Yeah. Um, all right. Here's some uh, notes. I'm just going to rattle off real quick. Um, this movie is what Austin Powers is a parody of. Okay. But honestly, Austin Powers has a much more coherent storyline. Yeah. Well, in um, Austin Powers, there's good and there's bad. Yeah, it's pretty clear. And yeah. also, like, there's a, a resolution. Yeah. Um, and there's humor. This movie I was... had zero, zero humor. Absolute lack of humor. Even Legends of the Fall had yeah, a little you're bit right. of humor. There's, there was like, this movie took itself so fucking seriously. It did, and it shouldn't have. It would no. have been a little bit better if it hadn't. Cause... Especially because it's about Irish people. They're cheeky. They're yeah, like full and... of piss and vinegar, as they say. Brad Pitt is funny. I know. I and Harrison, funny. Harrison Ford has good comedic timing, too. Harrison so Ford is they're funny both, in a way. Both be funny. Harrison Ford is funny when he, like, He's a sleeper funny. He'll make a like he'll make an eye contact and you're like, oh, that was a funny oh, thing. Oh, you yeah, you're like, said. oh, he's making a funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love. No, and him. I love that about him. Totally. Um, <laughs> he's making this a funny. Is, oh, <laughs> this is the first. <laughs> this is the first movie that I watched while high on marijuana. Oh, and because um, I always like to have a clear mind, but this one I was like, yeah, fuck it. Um, and so one of my notes is, flirting in the '90s was weird. Also, the word 90s is weird. <laughs> well, you're high out of so, your mind. I think I was, I high, was high for I think I was high for Cool World. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be a, that would have been a good one to be high for. Yeah. Um, um um I got used to the accent by the end. I never did. Um, but then I got mad again towards the end. Yeah. Um I knew uh let me see. I knew for sure Harrison Ford was good. Oh, I knew for sure Harrison Ford was a good guy because he got shot in the shoulder. And that's where the only place that a good guy gets shot. Right. Uh, I want to just. So that cleared up who the good guy is. I just want to. He got shot in the shoulder and I was like. Totally. I just want to bring it back. I think you're 100% right. I agree with you. I don't want to blow off what you just said. However, I want to bring it back to the fact that like half of this movie is Brad Pitt refurbishing a boat to bring missiles back to Ireland. That alone. Outside of the, like, trying to make this, like, emotional argument for two men becoming friends. Yeah. We are watching a man refurbish a boat to bring missiles to Ireland. Like, (laughs) this story does not fucking check out. It's not interesting. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't know why it was made. And there are, there's no stakes. Like, the no stakes, stakes aren't high because there's no stakes. It's not really set up very well. well his no, friend the stake dies, but, like, is, why? No, the stake is that his father died. And so he's battling. It just... Whatever. There, there's no stake. They tried yeah. to develop... The movie... I read a quote um, from something uh, about... He, he, 
I don't remember what magazine this was from, but he said, this movie was made in a world in which the exigencies of superstar packaging can push budgets near the 100 million mark and force filming to start before there's a workable script anywhere in sight. And we should stay away from film- making movies like that. We should stay away. That? I forgot where it's from, but it's a great quote because I think we should talk about this more about movies in general, where it's like, let's make movies that are good movies as opposed to like making movies just because there's famous people attached. Like you're spending almost a hundred million dollars to deliver nothing. Um, well, yes. I did mean, you already I say how much they you. made back? We talked they about made, how much. No, they made a good amount of money back. See, that's the thing is at the end of the day, the, at the end of the day, the bulk of the filmmaking business and the entertainment business is, is a business and they need yeah. to make money. Um, and, and Brad Pitt is, and Harrison Ford are money makers. They put butts in seats, and totally. so absolutely, I get it. So but like, I just don't want to. I just, I just don't want to be. I mean, listen, this isn't. This is. I just don't want to be, a sheep. Like I don't want to okay. be just a butt in a seat because of a famous. Like I get it. I yeah. get it. It makes sense, obviously. And I'm, we're both in this industry. It's like, I get it. I just am annoyed. I just am annoyed when oh, bad annoying. art it's is made. I think of movies as art, and I hate it Same. when bad art is made for money and yes. whatever. Um, and especially because I think of Brad Pitt as an artist and Harrison Ford as an absolutely. artist to an extent. Absolutely. I just want them to have a little bit more self-respect. And I want them – this is a conversation and I've I been having. And I think they do. This That's why a... Brad Pitt was like, I don't want to be in this movie. And they're yeah. like, $63 million and you can leave. And he's like, well, fuck, I guess I'm going to be in this shitty-ass movie. Yeah, and I think I've been having this conversation on this show and then also outside. It's like, respect your fucking – just start respecting your audience. If you're making a movie, yes. think about your audience. Don't think about your wallet. Think about your audience. And the like. if you're casting two – famous huge people the seats are going to get filled like think about who's watching it i don't know whatever so anyway i agree the budget was nearly 100 million but how much did they make did they did they break even at all yeah their the domestic gross was 42.8 million but because it's like an irish movie or whatever the foreign gross was 97.9 million so worldwide they hit 140.8 million so they made their money back yeah. But it wasn't fast. And like their opening weekend, they opened at number two behind Liar Liar, which was on its second Oh my God. Week. I loved Liar Liar. Me too. It's really good. Liar great Liar movie. was great because great Jim Carrey. Yeah. I mean, great concept. Jim yeah. Carrey was like starting to like be on a very steep incline. Yeah. This was after Dumb and Dumber. So he flopped with the cable guy and then he released Liar Liar. So Liar Liar was like what everyone wanted from him. They were yeah. like, we want good Jim Carrey again yeah. and the cable guy didn't do it for him so you know everyone was stoked about Liar Liar and this movie was just like what the fuck and it was so it released as number two it made 14 million in its opening weekend which is dismal for spending 90 million dollars on it can you, know? you imagine ouch to my heart yeah but also yeah. you fucking deserve that yep um uh, it's also you fucking deserve that because you thought putting two stars in a movie and a big name director would put butts in seats that pisses for me. a bunch of sheeple and guess what we're not sheeple we can tell when something sucks and this shit sucks yeah respect <laughs> us listen there's a lot of idiots humankind is an idiot but like come on try a little harder uh that being said let's get to ratings um, okay so this is an interesting one IMDb gives it a 6.1 out of 10. 
Also, it okay. it was received like it didn't get good reviews across the board. Nobody reviewed no, it this, um, except for <laughs> Entertainment no. Weekly. <laughs> they gave it an A plus. They gave it a B plus, calling it a quiet, absorbing shades of gray drama, a kind of thriller meditation on the schism of Northern Ireland. They are truly smoking crack because wish, what the fuck? I wish that our viewers could see your face right now. <laughs> A schism. <laughs> you looked a scot. You looked askance. <laughs> With so much sass. How dare they? This movie, you may like it, but it is so far away from anywhere above a C as far as I'm concerned. 100% agree. And the fact that they called that fight <laughs> at the beginning of the movie a schism, that shit was put like the Civil War, like the American Civil War to shame. Yeah. Um, Rotten Tomato gives it 34%, which I think that's on par. That's pretty close to accurate, yeah. Metacritic is 53%. And then okay. Google is 81%. I think I'm going to stop doing Google because I think Google's always higher because it's just people looking for this movie. At this stage, yeah. I mean, yeah. once we get to movies that were released when Google reviews were available. That's fair. Fair, fair, fair. It'll probably be more Okay, so I'll accurate. keep it as a litmus. But yeah, I thought that was so funny that the EW review the last few weeks has been kind of on now i'm just i've lost all hope um yeah so what about what's what's your review then what's your number for the movie um i honestly think this might have been one of one of the worst movies i've ever seen okay fair enough i know that that's that's a very bold statement but i just it is strong strong take i feel kind of disrespected by it and i think i don't like that they they just made a movie for famous people. Yep. Um, so I'm going to give this movie a two. Oh, man, that's really bad. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give it a... I think I'm going to give it like a a five because I like the action. Great. Hey, that's fantastic. But it's... But, I mean, five is still not great. Like, that's not a good score. No, it's not a good score. That's two and a half out of five stars. So. <laughs> well, Where someone... Siskel, um, Roger Ebert gave it two and a half out of five stars. Right. So me and Roger Ebert, I guess, agree for yeah. for once. Um, um, he had a whole highfalutin review too, which would it's just funny. But and then Brad yeah. Pitt, what did you think of his performance? This is interesting. Uh, uh, oh, he gets he gets like a three. So we talk about this almost every episode. Do we give him an A for effort, or do we just say you get a three? Or, 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 were we seeing him sort of like in the uh, uh, interview with a vampire? Like, he didn't want to be in this movie. Mm. So okay, I'll give him a four. Well, no, I'm not trying to change your score. I'm just saying, like, are we seeing no, right. him? Are we seeing him not care about a role? Yes, we are. We yeah. are. Yeah. And he doesn't deserve an A for effort for that. And he doesn't. Des- I think he, you're he right. He does a bad job acting. I, and I he doesn't even give an effort. I so he gets a, a. I don't want to see a whiny baby. I'm giving him a three. Listen, yeah, you're I getting paid twelve million dollars. You can fucking step it up, bitch. Yeah, act like you care. Yeah, it's called acting. Pretend you care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, suck my dick, Brad. You're too much of a star to disrespect me the way you have in this movie. All right, what about hair? So I don't really remember it. I liked the beard hair combo in the beginning when he was a rapscallion. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean. It's not really fair. I feel it's like pretty I'm, basic. I'm doing a disservice because I actually don't remember it, but I think I'll probably. I'll it was like it. long. It was like kind of long. Like yeah. a... he wore a beanie a lot. 
He did. Uh, no, I'll give him a five, six just to five, like six. kind of stay middle of the pack. Yeah. Um, sweet. So that wraps up the devil zone. I'm glad we're done. I with mean, that. there's the devil zone. But next the devil's week, done. The next week is seven years in Tibet. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think I'm gonna really like. It seems like the kind of movie I would really like. I think it's really long. Oh fuck. Well, let me look at how long it is. I don't. I just I hate these longies. You know. Yeah, I do now. The runtime is two hours and 16 minutes. Yikes. <laughs> I have no idea what it's about. Listeners, go to our social media. I've started doing really fun stories. I'm very proud of my Instagram stories these days. Yeah, they're pretty fun. I'll give you that. They're fun. And uh, I'm going to watch Seven Years in Tibet with my whole family over Thanksgiving. So we'll report back Ooh, on what they fun. have to oh, say. Oh, maybe I should. Uh, I don't want to get my whole family involved. <laughs> yeah. I have no choice. I, my, my whole family has be. descended into my house. I have, I have uh, two sisters and a brother. And my brother and sister have a husband and wife. And then I have my parents <laughs> here. So there's a total of seven extra people in my house right now. Good God. Yeah. It's, it's a hellish nightmare. Okay, so I, I guess that's it. That's really truly it then for... I already forget the name of this movie. <laughs> the Devil's Devil Zone. Zone. So crazy. So crazy. I really forgot. I really, I wasn't even joking. I fully forgot the name. Already. Yeah, me too. I, I can't remember it. That is wild. That's so wild. It's weird. It's not a good name. I think that it's worth mentioning. That's not a very good but name. But also, for it has no bearing on the story whatsoever. It doesn't make any sense. No, fuck this movie. I'm glad we're done with it. Goodbye, Devil Zone. I'll never hear, I'll literally never say this name again. We're going to try to reference can... it in the podcast, and we're not going to remember we'll what it is. We're never going to remember it, it's, <laughs> which is fine. Anyway, happy uh, Thanksgiving, everybody. You'll be listening to this a few weeks late. but No, not really. Not that late. Um, and next week is seven years in, a t- in Tibet. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter. Still have zero followers. Email um, us. We're desperate. We're thirsty as fuck for your attention. <laughs> yeah, not even not even like going to try to hide it. I'm yeah. so goddamn desperate for attention yeah uh, give it to us we're working our ass this is not just a little bit of work people we're spending four hours a week on this bad bitch yeah um which when you say it like that it doesn't sound like a lot of work but it is anyway on top of a full-time us. job anyway <laughs> true at this is the pits pod on instagram and at the pits pod on twitter and at this is the pits pod on uh google like gmail yeah. um thank you everybody so, happy thanksgiving thank you, love you. gobble 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 gobble